Am I going to be looking at your ceiling the whole time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to This Week in Film. It's the weekly podcast where we get together and talk about the movies we saw over the past week. I'm Nick Pronto, joined as always by Midwest Matt Lauer. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing well, Nick. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, it's been It's been a week. Have you seen any movies? I did. I saw um, Get Out and Unbreakable. Oh, Unbreakable. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen Get Out yet. Went way back in time. They're making a sequel to that right now. To Get Out? No, to Unbreakable. Oh. So that's a part three. There's a part three? There's a part one? Well, the uh, Unbreakable is the first in a trilogy. Right. What was the second one? Signs? Um, no. But that would be a spoiler for another movie, so I don't know if I should answer that or not. Oh, okay. Um, well, what did you think of Get Out? Um, actually, I saw Get Out in the theater um, when it came out, and I really liked it the first time around. Um, I thought it was really smart. And... On the second viewing, um, I I enjoyed it equally and realized that there's actually a lot of little things that the first time seeing it, I kind of went, oh, those those didn't really seem that necessary. But knowing everything that you know once you've seen it once, once everything's kind of come together at the end of the movie, these little things that seem a bit like unnecessary like they're not jump scares but that kind of thing or uh-huh. it seems a little bit like a cheap way of making you confused or jumpy or whatever um they actually make a lot of sense they 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 make a lot of sense in the context of some dialogue earlier in the film that doesn't seem that important the first time through okay um i think it's a re- for anyone who hasn't seen any previews i guess um what the film is about is you start out meeting a young interracial couple um, and they are going to visit the, the, the guy in the relationship is black and the woman's white and they're going to visit the white woman's parents for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, once they do, horror things ensue (laughs) and uh you know i really don't want to spoil much especially since uh since you haven't seen it a lot of people probably haven't um but there's a lot of social commentary on race which it's it's a movie from jordan peele Mm -hmm. and i've never seen uh key and peele but from what i understand the their work together is pretty racially focused I guess I'm wondering if that's if you agree with that because I know you watched their stuff, right? Yeah, uh, I mean they have um, uh, it's a, it's a lot of smart comedy kind of stuff. Yeah, and and so and and that's how this feels. It's like it's a pretty pretty intelligent look at um, not racism as people are generally familiar with it, 
where the where it's just like hate based, but more like stereotypes and prejudice that's a little more subtle and maybe a bit unintentional. Um, and as a social commentary, it's it's very smart. And as a horror movie, it's actually really effective too. It's got it's got a great atmosphere to it, and the acting is really good. Um, the main actor in particular, uh, I, and I, I need, I should need to look up his name. Um, he was also in black Panther. Um, he is, what? yeah, he was in black Panther, uh, as, uh, T'Challa. That's the main character, right? Yeah. His, oh, yeah, friend. his friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, is he good. He is. There are so many scenes in this film where he's got to express a lot just in his face uh-huh. and and he does such a phenomenal job there are so many moments where he's uncomfortable but also playing things off and in a you know to kind of be polite or kind of get along with things and his ability to show mixed feelings is incredible and there there are actually quite a few actors in the movie who need to do things like cry while smiling and, and, and things along those lines where there's this conflicted set of emotions going on within them. And uh-huh. I'd say everyone who has to do that sort of thing does a great job. And he, I, I, I he's one of those people where I'd be willing to watch movies just cause he's in them at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. So strong recommendation on that one. Yeah. I'm going to have to see it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, because this week I watched, uh, two movies, uh, also, um, I watched, uh, a movie from 1988 called My Neighbor Totoro, which is, it's a Japanime movie from, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's one of those movies that I've heard about forever. That's supposed to be excellent. And, um, it's a animated film, like I said, and, um, it was okay. (laughs) <laughs> it was uh I, I don't understand why there's such a great love for this movie hmm. um it's it's basically about two girls and their dad who who move out to the country um to be closer to their mom who's sick uh and living in a hospital and um while they're while they're like getting used to the new house the two girls fi- figure out that the house is uh like spirits live there. Um, like, uh, like, like kind spirits. And, uh, and then like outside the house in, in the woods nearby, this giant cat monster lives. Uh, and he's a good guy. He he just likes, (laughs) (laughs) he just likes to be friendly. And, uh, like all giant cat monsters. Yeah. Uh, and but like other than that, I really don't have a lot to say about it. I mean, it was fine. It was a good movie. I'd recommend seeing it. Um, but it wasn't like like I've heard about this movie for forever. Like people always talk about it. And I'm like, I just don't get the love for it. Uh, the people who have been talking with you about it are they anime fans i mean to to my knowledge in conversations we've had i haven't heard you say much about anime so i don't know if that's something you 
I mean, I'll, too much? I'll, I don't really get too much into it. Like, I don't like go out of my way to avoid it or go out of my way to see it. Like, if there's a, mm-hmm. like if there's something good, I'll I'll watch it. But um, the the people that I that I talk to are internet people, like uh, on message boards and and gotcha. and the whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a fine movie. Uh, I I mean, it's really well done. But I don't understand the deep love for it. Well, did you get the sense that if you were more of an anime fan, that it would that that it would be? Uh, I did think about that, know? and and no, I I don't. I think. Uh- um, one of the things that that worked out well in its favor is that it's it's rated G, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I watched it with my son and my daughter, and they they enjoyed it. Like they sat through my son sat through the whole thing. My daughter got kind of bored at one point and walked away, but she's only two. Um, but <laughs> my my son sat and watched the whole thing. But like when it was over, he was kind of like, okay, you know, it wasn't like he wants to watch it again. Uh huh. Um, but if he was going to watch it again, I could like, I could put, that's a movie that you can put on and like leave. Like you don't need to sit with them the whole time. Okay. How old is that movie? Uh, 1988. 88. Yeah. Um, it's got an 8.2 on IMDb for its score. And I'm like, and I just don't understand why, um, like maybe, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, deeper when it comes to the movie but but i mean it was it was fine um it had some cute moments uh, some some moments where you laugh and and it's moving but um i mean it's a it's an example of like fine high quality filmmaking um and i know the miyazaki guy who who wrote and directed it uh he he went on to make other anime movies like princess mononoke and uh I've definitely heard of that and um, other ones. He's he's very famous. Like I know, his, like if there's a Japan anime movie that you've heard of, it's probably one of his. Like Spirited Away. Yeah, I think that's one of his too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is like one of his first movies. I didn't do any research, but but I mean, it's a fine it's a fine movie. That's really all I can say about it. Is it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. You know, for for me, I, I anime is one of those things that I hear a lot about. You know, I hear a lot of people have strong, positive feelings about it, and I feel like I should like it because I don't have any reason to think that you know everybody's wrong in any way. Um, but for some reason, I every time I've tried, I just haven't been able to enjoy it like really get into it the visuals are usually pretty amazing um but you know it's it it might be one of those things where there's so much to look at that if it were told in stills you know like one still shot for 20 seconds while there's narration or people talking Uh and then another 20 seconds later I almost feel like I'd enjoy it more that way because I feel like there's there's a lot to see on the screen. Almost like, you know how in cartoons, generally it's like whatever's in the forefront might have a bit of detail. Yeah. And the stuff in the background's kind of, you know, not so detailed. Right. Or Or maybe vice versa where the front's detailed, but then the background has more detail, but it's blurry. Right. Um. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I something about I, I feel like my eyes can't follow it all. You know what? I, I think I have to agree with that. Um, like 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 you, I don't have a ton of experience watching anime, but um, like uh, there's just like a couple shows that I've watched and and this this was very different like this looked like art um mm-hmm. uh like you like you're saying like the background pictures and 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 the animation of the characters is all very good um and then the story is is a solid it's a solid story but um yeah it's just one of those things where i i just don't understand the the love for it Unless it's because people, because it's rated G, maybe people watched it when they were kids, and you know it's one of those things that they grew up with, mm. uh, and uh, and that's and that's why it's so popular today. But but it, it's, it'd be interesting to see, hear somebody go back to it after not seeing it for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a cool movie. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, my neighbor Totoro, or in, by its Japanese title, Tonari no Totoro. Hmm. I've seen a <laughs> lot of movies with no Totoro. Yeah, most <laughs> That's a John Totoro joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's that's all I got to say about that movie. It's which is which is weird. Tell you what, I'll try checking it out sometime and. Uh... And listening to it rather than watching the screen and see what happens. Okay. I also watched it with the English dub, which which I think always takes a little bit out of it. Huh, yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure the guy who plays the dad is the guy who voices Superman on the Superman cartoon, like the Adventures of the Superman the animated series. Yeah. Which uh, I should check into, but it sounded just like him. So I kept thinking that the dad was Clark Kent. <laughs> that that shouldn't interfere with your experience at all. Yeah. Um, but then what you said you saw uh, you saw Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. I saw Unbreakable. Um, I've probably seen Unbreakable uh, probably three or four times now, uh-huh. and the first two or three were. Back in the day when it first came out, uh-huh. you know, I, I, I saw it in the theater, and then I think I saw it on DVD once or twice. But back around that time, um, and I remembered really enjoying it and feeling like, as far as M Night Shyamalan movies go, it was kind of second to Sixth Sense. Um, watching it the other day, I I still agree with that. Actually, I, I think it's still probably his second best movie. Um, but it had a pretty different feel for me than it did than I remember it having. Um, yeah, there was a bit less action, and you know, uh, plot-wise, the the idea of the movie is that um, uh, Bruce Willis stars as a Philadelphia man, of course, because it's a M Night Shyamalan movie, right? And uh, and he comes to the realization that he might more or less have some sort of invincibility superpower. Um, and, and I remember that kind of taking a while to 
occur to him. And then once it does, it, the, the action ensues. Yeah. Um, pretty quickly. But the, but the pace of it's a lot different from that. The, the movie actually starts out with him pretty quickly questioning whether or not he, he's invincible. And, and then the, the process of that kind of coming together and, and figuring out what's going on actually is like the whole movie. Um, and I think it's pretty well paced out. Uh, Bruce Willis is fine in it. You know, it's back when he seemed to want to be an actor. Yeah. Um, and there's actually, a, you know, this is one of these rare movies where the kid actor is really good. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he has a son in the movie who, uh, you know, kind of wants him to, to be invincible. And kid's really good at emoting. Um, he, he, he should... I don't know if he's still acting or not, but if, if he's not, that's too bad. Cause from, he, from what I remember, the kid does a lot of jaw open staring. There's, there's truth to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty <laughs> but good. Does, jaw does open staring. Really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's good at it. Um, and, uh, and, and this is one of those M night Shyamalan movies of which there may only be two <laughs> where he has, uh, edited out or had somebody edit out his bad dialogue. Cause in, in my opinion, M night Shyamalan writes like the worst dialogue ever. Uh-huh. And it's really limited here. There, there, there's no long meandering preachy speeches. Um, you know, I don't know if you've seen split yet or not. Um, I haven't. No. Okay. You should get around to watching that and you should watch it soon. Okay. Um, and that one has a little bit of it. There's, there's one scene where this, um, the, the, there's an older lady in the movie and, and she's interacting with M night Shyamalan. Cause he can't not put himself in his movies. And, and there's definitely like a really long, unrealistic overdramatic sentence about Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, but, but even that movie's got, it's, it's, it's got some of that, M night feel in the dialogue, but it's pretty limited in this movie. There's, I almost want to say there's none Uh, like, like uh, the sixth sense. It doesn't, I don't, I don't think there was any part where I'm like, Oh God, that is not how people talk. Right. Um, Samuel Jackson's in it and he's got some monologues to a degree, but they're not goofy. Right. Um, and so anyway, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say if you haven't seen Unbreakable, check it out. If you have seen it, give it another try. Nick, I'd be really curious to see what – I don't know. I don't know when the last time you saw it was. It's been a while, I, but I love I love that movie. I, thought, I, th- I think it's great. Um, but it has been a while since I've seen it, and I want to watch it again, especially since um, they're making a sequel to it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the sequel called? glass okay it's about mr glass (laughs) that makes sense yeah um but yeah i I love that movie i like the way uh that they did it like i haven't seen it forever so i don't feel super comfortable talking about it but uh, i like unbreakable more than the sixth sense yeah Um, i go ahead but uh no go ahead 
Well, I was gonna say I've heard people say that. I, and, and like, like uh, I, I think there's probably a fair amount of like, there's probably a, a pretty good evenness between people who like the two movies and and actually, you know, like Unbreakable more than Six Sense or like Six Sense more than Unbreakable. Right. Yeah, but it's definitely a, a quality movie, and it's really the last good movie he made um, before Split, which people seem to like. Yeah, I think you'll like Split. Um, he he had one before Split. I think it's called The Visit with the old people. Yeah, yeah. Heard, have you seen that one? No, I heard it's okay. It's it is. It's okay. It's like between the long series of awful M. Night Shyamalan movies and kind of getting back up to speed with Split. Um, the Visit's definitely a he's moving in the right direction kind of thing. It's worth a watch. The, the, the kids in that have a little bit of goofy dialogue, but they're they're still pretty cool. Good. Um, the, good there's a brother and sister and, and the brother raps for some reason <laughs> um, but it's actually kind of funny so i'd say check that one out too well nothing beats the time that we watched the what was it the, the lady in the water yeah and then followed by the followed happening. by the happening and <laughs> watching lady in the water before any movie will make it seem like an oscar winner yeah, I had seen the happening before you and I watched it together and gone, man, this is really bad. And then we watched Lady in the Water and then the happening like 20 minutes later. And yeah. I was like, man, this is a lot better this than I remember lot- it being. <laughs> it's so good. Lady in the Water makes anything seem like an Oscar movie. Oh, man, that's that's one that we should dub over. Yeah, that's true. Although we'd have to sit through it again. I got no problem with that. <laughs> All right, um, but then this week I also yeah, we- saw a second movie. Um, uh-huh. I watched the Justice League finally. Oh right, yeah. <clears throat> it was t- well. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was really a bad movie. Um, yes. The uh, I I made my wife sit and watch it with me, and uh, poor Jill. Yeah. And she, she, even she was like, this is bad. This is really bad. Is, is she usually pretty generous with movies? Um, She's not as tough on them as I am, but, but it, like if she likes something, she likes it. And if she doesn't like it, she, she doesn't like it. But this was the kind of bad that, that was fun to watch. <laughs> um, and, it, and it starts. So if you haven't seen the justice league, it's about Batman and his super friends, uh, all joining together to fight off evil or or badness, and uh, it's it's got Batman, Wonder Woman, um, and then it just ham fists Aquaman, the Cyborg, um, and the, the Flash, Flash, who is the best part of the movie. The Flash is the best part of that movie. Um, into the yeah, mo- I'll agree with that. And then the movie decides. So this is what what Marvel avoided when they created the Avengers movie, like by, by doing all the everybody's separate stories first, they avoided this pitfall of, um, we've got two hours to tell this complicated story. Let's not waste any of it on 
origin stories for characters. And this movie says, nope, let's do origin stories for half of the characters in the movie, but let's do poor origin stories. Oh, yeah. Like the the Flash, they they gloss over everything about him just to, and we go visit Billy Crudup in prison fifteen times. Cyborg, Cyborg, I don't think they ever really explain what happened to him. No. And then Aquaman is just kind of like, I live in Norway. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna help. Yeah. All right. I guess Here I am. I guess I'll help. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what Aquaman says. Um, <laughs> I, I well, I, I saw it in the theater, and I agree with you completely. Like, there, the origin stories are all kind of crammed in, and it's almost like out of obligation. It's just like, well, here they are, but we want to get through them so fast that they're all kind of on fast forward, and there's no quality to it. Yeah. And then once it gets they get done with that, you're like, well, why'd you rush through that? Because you don't have anything to follow it up with either. Yeah, I mean, if if you look at the movie, like they they introduce Wonder Woman because she does some super powered stuff at the beginning. Um, uh-huh. But since we've already met Wonder Woman in her own standalone movie, all of the Wonder Woman and Amazon stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, where whereas we go and visit cyborg's dad at the at the lab like five times and you're like i don't understand what's going on here what's star labs you know like all that stuff poor storytelling yeah i wouldn't want to be someone in the theater watching these people pop up and having never read any justice league comics or you know yeah, uh, Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman that that includes the Justice League because I I would be like who the heck is Cyborg and I you know even knowing that stuff I still was kind of like hey man I kind of want to know a little bit more about this guy yeah he he, he looks like crap because these effects are terrible but they uh, were terrible <laughs> <laughs> they were really bad especially the CGI lip they gave Superman. <laughs> You know, somehow I made it through the whole movie without noticing that, but I might have just been like singing circus music in my head or something. I probably noticed it because I knew it was there. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like looking for it, but like once you see it, you can't unsee it. And I'm just like, uh, it looks so bad. And <laughs> every it looked like they're standing in front of a green screen the whole time. Oh, and then there, um, my wife and I's favorite part of the movie came right at the very beginning when Batman's taking out that like cat burglar guy. Uh-huh. Um, so Batman is is in Gotham City, and there's a guy breaking out breaking out of a building, and right. as he's fighting him, he uses the bad guy to attract one of Steppenwolf, who's the main villain, Steppenwolf's soldiers. For some reason, Batman knows he's there in that alley, and uh-huh. and he like dangles the man over the bug creature to attract him because he can smell fear. That's what's happening, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's the idea. Okay, um, the bug creature flies up, and Batman fights it for a couple minutes. Flies around town on top of it, and they land back on the same roof. And then the funniest thing that ever happened in the movie is 
Batman gets punched by the alien and you think he's falling off the roof, but he's really just falling backwards a foot and he shoots out a net to capture the bad guy. But uh-huh. the way he, the way they shoot him falling, you think he's falling off the roof when really he's just kind of falling back. Like it's this, mm-hmm. it's this dramatic slow motion shot of him with his arms waving in the air and then he shoots with his grappling gun a net that catches the monster on the side of a building. And then he just kind of stands up and walks over to the monster where it explodes. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't remember that specific thing being like I remember it being confusing. I don't remember quite that that like dramatic slow motion to to laugh at it. I kind of want to go back and see it just on YouTube or something. Uh-huh. But I remember something similar where not, not not in terms of like the drama of it, but just where I was like, why was this kind of edited this way? And it was actually the um, there's a scene where Aquaman, I guess you could say it's out of character. If you have a sense of his character after seeing him for a combined 33 seconds. Right. Um, but he starts sharing his emotions and it turns out that Wonder Woman has her lasso around him oh yeah Uh, so he's telling the truth and it just goes by so strangely and quickly that i'm like i feel like there was a joke there that was kind of funny but it was it was cut in such a weird way that i didn't have a moment to like take it in or laugh at it yeah i felt like there were a lot of moments that were kind of edited that way and i don't usually notice editing i don't think there's a lot of like the stuff that's Joss Whedon, you can really tell is Joss Whedon. Like that scene you're talking about where he, where he's like expressing his true feelings. Like you can tell that that's Joss Whedon. Um, there's a couple other, um, like, a, like I bet a lot of the flash is Joss Whedon. And, um, like, but like, but like you said, that scene with Aquaman talking, you can just tell, that they had time to rewrite the thing, but not shoot it the way they wanted to. Cause I mean, it looks like he grabs at his crotch yeah, to, to pull up wonder woman's lariat and, and it just doesn't work. Like it's, it's kind of a cute scene, but then it's like ruined because they didn't bother to take a cutaway shot of the rope in his hands. Yeah. And I feel like in this movie, you know, I know DC's gotten a lot of flack for not having more humor and being dark yeah. in their movies. But I feel like that's not the problem with the movies. The problem is that they're bad. Yeah. And that trying to improve it by throwing in jokes doesn't really work. Cause they're not, I mean, I think you could have more humor. The, the, the Nolan Batman movies had moments here and there where there was a joke, um, you know, usually from Christian Bale or um, Morgan Freeman yeah, uh, that were pretty funny, but they, they were funny, and they fit because they were in the right tone. They were the right sort of humor that was kind of like a a smirk and kind of dry. And yeah. then here, it's sort of like a goofy, lighthearted thing where there's some moment where like Batman's been injured and he's like, "Oh, yep, I'm definitely bleeding" or something like that. And it's it's kind of like, you know, like, yeah. it's got a, a wrong feel. Like the, uh, the the stuff with okay. the flash, the stuff with the flash works really well, I think because of what you said. Like it, it fits his character. Yeah. Um. He's he's really shy. They like establish they establish by telling you that. Like I think he says, 
he says himself, I don't have a lot of friends because I'm annoying. And, uh, and, and then for the rest of the movie, he's kind of annoying, but like the stuff that he says is at least within his character. Yeah. Yeah. That might be why he is the best part of the movie because he's the only thing that's sort of congruent. Like Batman dropping his one-liners is obnoxious sometimes. Like when the flash asks him, what's his secret, what's his superpower? And he just goes, I'm rich. And they drive away in the Batmobile. It's, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Uh, yeah. It doesn't feel quite right. Like Batman. It's, it's true. It's actually a statement that, that it should work as a joke. Yeah. I mean, Batman, Batman shouldn't be making jokes. He, Batman's, <laughs> Batman's superpower isn't that he's rich. It's that he's an, an expert planner and preparer. He's more prepared for anything, you know, like, and he works out a lot. I feel like if you if you can picture Christian Bale saying it, yeah, you could see where it could work. Like if it was in a Nolan Batman movie, it's you could see where like like again, it's sort of like tongue in cheek a little bit with a kind of a a lazy wink, you know. Like here yeah. I am, just just being a little bit of a smartass for a moment. But in that, it seems like I'm trying to make a joke, and it and it doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't, just nothing really worked. Other, I mean, The Flash I thought was great. Like, I'm really looking forward to The Flash movie now because yeah. because he was really good. He was really entertaining. But, like, like the next Justice League movie, I'm like, ugh, I got to sit through another two and a half hour slog. Are they still going to make a second one? I don't know. See, I thought that this first movie was supposed to be a two-parter originally but i guess that changed well i yeah i thought so too and then i mean i guess there there was a end credit scene that i didn't stick around for like i i I thought the thing with flash and superman running which came out of nowhere yeah was superman's end credit cape what's that his superman's cape is all cgi It it looked really bad in that little scene Hmm. I, I I didn't really notice that, but like that, I thought that was the last end credit scene. And then I guess there was one later where like Lex Luthor for some reason. Oh does yeah, something. yeah. There is there is a a final cut scene or did a it, end credit scene. Did, did that hint at a sequel? I guess then. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't it, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Fair enough. Um, the the like you were saying about the Flash, you're looking forward to it because you like the Flash, um, and I can understand that. But it doesn't it seem weird though to go from the Justice League to like the specific like here's a Flash movie. There's going to be an Aquaman movie. Doesn't it seem weird to you? Yeah, and you know what they're going to end up doing is they're going to retell his origin, like yeah. a- again. Like we we got his origin in this movie, and now we're gonna go to his movie. We're gonna go to his standalone movie, and they're gonna reintroduce us to the character when they should have just done the Flash movie first, saved everybody some time. It's it's such a it's such poor decision making. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it. I, I the whole DC thing I think could have been a lot better if they weren't trying to 
catch up with Marvel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it was terrible to sit through. What we, my wife and I had a lot of fun watching it. it. It's definitely way better than Batman versus Superman. Um, but that's. Uh, go ahead. Oh well, as I said, it, it didn't feel like I was stuck there, trapped for four hours. So I'm no, gonna it, agree with that. It it definitely flew by. Like we we ended up having to watch it over two nights, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and. Uh, and the first hour flew by, like when we we had to pause it to go attend to our many children. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, the first hour was already done. I was like, "Wow, that was quick!" And then the second hour went by really fast too. Like, I think that this movie is going to be one of those movies you can just put on in the background. Uh-huh. Um, and and the action sequences are are entertaining. Um, but I mean, it's 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 all it's all um, show, but no substance. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just kind of eye candy. And it's not yeah. that great of eye candy since the no, effects it's are not. So yeah, some of the effects are really bad. Like the bad guy, the the Steppenwolf character, he looked terrible, oh, and yeah. it looked like his size changed all the time. Like he went from being really tall to to average height. Well, and haven't we seen this guy already? You know, like, it's just like, all right, so this is a pale Thanos or, like, kind of like the guy at the end of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Slightly different colors or a, a, a version of the thing that was in Thor Ragnarok, but with skin. Right, <laughs> like, right. Uh, I, I got to say, I, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not a huge Marvel fan anyway, but... I've been dreading when Thanos actually shows up because um, I'm not expecting that to look that great uh-huh. and for him to be as intimidating as they want him to seem. Um, I didn't see X-Men Apocalypse, but I feel like from the little bits I've seen, it's kind of like a preview of what we're going to see with Thanos. Oh, really? And then with these guys with like the end of Wonder Woman and then Steppenwolf, I'm like, ah, there's... There's something about, and and it was this way for me in the comics too. You know, reading Batman comics, where there's something about Darkseid and Thanos, it, it, like these guys that are supposed to be the the big bad, and they just remind me of the Sentinels from X Men, where I'm like, ah, oh, you just don't have any personality. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I saw the preview for the new Avengers movie. And kind of felt that way where I'm like, you know, I've, I've kind of, these characters have, especially once Thor grew on me and Captain America grew on me, I'm like, these guys have grown on me enough that I, I, I do actually want to see another movie. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, but, but then when I, when it's like, oh yeah. And it's been leading up to Thanos. I'm like, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Is it, do you, are you excited to see Thanos show up? Oh yeah, I'm so excited for this Avengers okay. movie. Yeah, uh, I don't know how it's going to go. Like it could go either way, but but Marvel's track record is is so good that. Uh, but not with villains. No, the villains are their weak spot. But I mean, this movie has 22 main characters. 
<laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they handle everything. That's true. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And Marvel's track record is, to me, almost spotless. So like, I kind of have to give them the benefit of the doubt that they've been building towards this one thing for 10 years. Hmm. Well, I, I will say that the preview... When, like, at the very end of the preview, when the guys from the, I'm just going to call them the Marvel Marvel movies, run into the guys from Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh-huh. and they're like, huh, okay, you, whatever you are. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like that makes sense. Like, that's on point. Yeah. But I also feel like it's been so much... I guess if you look at it, look at it as lead up to these guys all coming together, that I, I have some faith in. But it also feels like it's been a lot of lead up to Thanos, and I don't. Aside from uh, the Black Panther, you know, and Killmonger, I don't have a lot of hope for the villain to pay off. Yeah, uh, I you can't argue with that too much. Um, yeah, I kind of I gotta kind of agree. The villain Marvel's. Achilles heel has been their villains. Yeah. Maybe if I had a sense of what the infinity stones actually are and do, right. That might do something. Mm -hmm. But as someone who's never read any storylines about those things, I feel like I, I haven't gotten that from the movies. Right. Right. Do do you not, not really. No. I, I mean, I know the infinity stones are powerful and important, but mostly because the movies told us they were, yeah and it was kind of like that in justice league with the mother boxes where it's like ah these are really bad oh man they handled that why they they handled that so poorly like (laughs) like we need he needs all three mother boxes okay well he got two of them let's just give him the third one so we can bring superman back to life oh by the way spoiler alert superman comes (laughs) back to life and he is the deus ex machina for some reason you know even even though in batman versus superman i kind of got the impression that wonder woman could have taken care of uh what's his name i want to call him godsmack that's not right doomsday (laughs) like like, like i kind of got the impression that that uh wonder woman could have handled doomsday on her own um and then in this movie in justice league it's like well y'all can go take a nap now that superman's here right yeah um that uh, that Superman thing is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, I did kind of like that he, he could see the flash out. Of, like he, he followed the flash with his eyes. Not because it was cool to see Superman do it, but it was cool to see the flash's reaction to like, oh man, he can see me. Yeah. Yeah. He can. He's fast. And again, another good moment with the Flash. The yeah. other, the other thing that I really didn't like about the movie, getting back to Justice League uh, yeah. again, is uh, the the main like the, the characters' powers aren't clear. Like, I still don't really understand what Wonder Woman's superpowers are. I don't know what Aquaman's powers are, and Cyborg can do anything. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, can Aquaman fly or not? Because it looks like he can fly, but then he keeps getting picked up by people. And the hell was that? <laughs> that was my computer. <laughs> Occasionally, it makes a springy noise. <laughs> um, 
you know, like does can Aquaman fly? I don't I don't even know. Is is that one of his powers? Um I I guess. I mean I I kind of wondered before, I think as most people did, like what can Aquaman do? Are there gonna be a lot of fish and sea creatures yeah. involved in this movie? Like they joke Turns about out, it. Nope. They joke about <laughs> it a bunch of times, like that Aquaman can talk to fish, but then they never he never does. Yeah, he doesn't do much that's very aqua related. Yeah. He could just be called Landman. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so I guess that's uh I guess that's all I have to say about the Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, I uh, I don't mind that I did. I mean, I saw a matinee, and I think if I had if I hadn't seen it in a theater, I probably wouldn't have seen the whole thing. I probably would have just shut it off. Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, it it, it wasn't as bad as Batman versus Superman by a long shot. Yeah. Because that that movie, I wanted to walk out of. Yeah, me I too. I just kept myself in my seat because I was like, if I leave. I'm going to be curious as to what, you know, like what I'm not getting to see just in terms of like visuals and stuff. Uh And I do not want to come back and watch the first half of this again. So I'm not going to leave. Um, This one, I I just was like, okay, this is really cheesy and not good, but it, at least I don't feel like I'm dying while I'm watching it. Oh, you know what? One more thing. Um, Ben Affleck looked so uncomfortable to be in this movie oh yeah like i mean he like he literally looked uncomfortable in the suit he looked uncomfortable as bruce wayne uh-huh. and and the, the costume you could tell that he can't move his head because anytime mm-hmm. he has to like turn his whole body turns again which is something i thought we got away from right um well and he looked uncomfortable interacting with the other people he well he just looked like looked like he didn't care at all yeah like, yeah. all right, you're the Flash. Just come along. All right, you're Aquaman. Good job being jacked. Come yeah. along. There's almost a moment where he and Wonder Woman are arguing where there's almost some dramatic tension. Yeah. But I felt like even that was mostly coming from Gal Gadot, not him. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I guess that's where we're going to wrap things up for this week. Right. Um, we're running short on time here, so... No time for a game today. Huh? No time for games. No Batman right. versus movie today. Um, but anything to uh, plug, Matt? Anything you want to put out there? No, not this week. Okay. Uh, I don't either. I would normally recommend our website, but I haven't updated it in quite some time. So um, if you want to go check out what it looked like around week 63, you, you can at uh, com. But uh, if that's the end of the real... We'll see you next week in film. Bye.